Welcome to Sahal Language Lab, the podcast for beginners who want to study the Sahal language, where we explore the rich and fascinating world of the Sahal language. I'm your host, Eleonora, and today's episode is the continuation of the previous second episode about the Sahal alphabet. But this time, I will explain some peculiarities and provide you with additional information about the sounds of the Sahal language. So let's get started. Disclaimer, please note that I'm not a professional linguist, and while I strive to provide accurate information, I may make mistakes along the way. Listeners should be aware of this and approach the content with an open mind, understanding that language learning is a continuous process of growth and improvement. I hope you did your homework and practice both reading and writing the Saha alphabet, now I'm going to talk more about the peculiarities of the Saha sounds. It's important to understand the distinction between letters and sounds. Letters are symbols representing specific sounds, whereas sounds are the actual vocalizations we produce when pronouncing those symbols. Sounds are categorized into two groups, vowels and consonants. Vowels are the open sounds we make, while consonants involve some form of closure or obstruction. Vowels provide the primary sounds in words, while consonants help shape and complement those sounds. Today, we will explore the sounds of the Sahal language, specifically focusing on vowels and consonants. Before we begin, let's go over three important rules regarding Sahal phonetics. Number one. In the Saha language, stress almost always falls on the last syllable of a word. Number two. A characteristic feature of Saha pronunciation is that, when pronouncing words, the tip of the tongue is primarily in the upper part of the mouth, near the upper palate and upper front teeth. Number three. It's important to avoid excessive strain on the organs of speech when pronouncing Saha words. Pronunciation that is too tense is not considered correct. Now let's delve into the discussion of vowels and consonants. However, before we proceed, I'd like to clarify the situation regarding vowels and consonants in the Saha language. As you may recall from the previous episode, the Saha language has a total of 40 letters, including 12 vowels and 26 consonants, in addition to the hard sign and the soft sign, which are not classified as either vowels or consonants. However, for the purpose of Saha phonetics, it's important to note that the sounds used exclusively in Russian loanwords are not included in the count. Therefore, we do not consider the following vowels used in Russian loanwords. Ye, yo, yu, ya, and the consonants v, z, z. I hope that makes sense. First, let's talk about vowels. The Sahal language has a total of 20 vowels. Eight of them are short sounds, another eight are long vowels and four are diphthongs. Let's start with the short vowels. There are eight short vowels in Sahal. A, U, O, U, 
E I Ö Ü. You are already familiar with this from the previous episode, but let's review the pronunciation of the most challenging sounds. Ü Ö Ü. It's important to practice pronouncing these sounds correctly. You probably remember that to help with the pronunciation of the sound ü, you can try a trick with a pencil. Place the pencil in your mouth and attempt to say e. Then try to pronounce the same sound without touching the pencil with your tongue. You should produce the sound ü. An example word in Saha is ut, which means dog. As for the sounds ö and ü, they are pronounced with rounded lips. The sound ö is similar to the vowel sound in the word bird, and the sound ü is similar to the vowel sound in the French greeting salut. Let's practice together. Repeat after me. Ö, ei, which means intelligence, and ü, us, which means three. Okay, repeat the short vowels after me. A, ü, o, u, ä, i, ö, ü. Great! Now let's move on to the long vowels. There are eight long vowels in Saha that correspond to the eight short vowel sounds we just revised. Let's go through them and please repeat the long vowels and the accompanying example words after me. The first long vowel is ah. To pronounce it, open your mouth wide. Ah, like in the word har, snow. The second long vowel is o. Express a slight surprise while saying it. O, like in the word nor, pancreas. The third long vowel is u, like in the word moose, ice. The fourth long vowel is u, it resembles a quiet sob. U, like in the word kus, girl. The fifth long vowel is a. Open your mouth wide when pronouncing it. A, like in the word ebe, grandmother. The sixth long vowel is e. It sounds similar to the long e in the word burn. E, like in the word ede. It's a verb meaning to remember. The seventh long vowel is e. It is similar to the long e in the word tea. E, like in the word ili, hand. Lastly, we have u, round your lips. U, like in the word ut, milk. Now let's practice pronouncing all the long vowels together. Repeat after me as I say them. Ah. O, u, u, e, ö, i, u. Great job.
It's important to note that replacing long vowels with short vowels can change the meaning of words. For example, at means name, but at means horse. Similarly, kir means the verb to enter, while kir means dirt. So pay attention to vowel length when learning new words in Saha. Moving on, let's talk about diphthongs. To pronounce diphthongs correctly, you should know how to pronounce the individual vowels since diphthongs are combinations of two vowel sounds. Here are the four diphthongs in Saha. Ie, ue, wo, ue. The first diphthong ie resembles the diphthong ie in the word here, but the e sound is wider. Ie, for example, bies which means five. The second diphthong, ö, is a combination of ü and a. Try it with me. Ö, bö, rope. The third diphthong, wo combines u with an o sound. Wo, wool, boy. Lastly, we have ö, which combines ü and ö sound. Ö, kül, lake. Let's repeat the diphthongs once again. Please repeat after me. Ie, ö, wo, ö. Another interesting difference between Saha and English is the pronunciation of unstressed vowels. In Saha, unstressed vowels are always pronounced clearly, regardless of their position in a word. For example, the vowel O is always pronounced as O, even when it's unstressed. So, words like homus, a traditional Saha musical instrument, a juice harp, choron, a wooden Saha drinking vessel, and dorobo, the expression hello, all have the clear pronunciation of the vowel O, even in unstressed syllables. This is a distinct feature of Saha pronunciation. Let's summarize what we've learned about vowels. First, we covered the eight short vowel sounds in Saha. A, U, O, U, E, I, E, U. We also explored their long vowel counterparts, which always maintain their length. Next, we discuss the four diphthongs ie, ue, wo, ue. Lastly, we noted that in Saha, unstressed vowels retain their quality and are always pronounced clearly. Now let's proceed to consonants. In Saha, we have a total of 20 consonants. It's important to note that consonants can be classified as voiced or voiceless. Voiced consonants require the use of the vocal cords to produce their characteristic sounds, while voiceless consonants do not. The voiced consonants in Saha are B, G, R, D, J, Y, L, M, N, N, N. On the other hand, the voiceless consonants are s, k, t, p, 
Among these consonants, some may be particularly challenging for English speakers. In my opinion, the most difficult ones are To help with the pronunciation, here are some tips. R is somewhat similar to the French sound in the word rouge. N is a soft sound similar to the first sound in the word news. R is pronounced as if you're clearing your throat. Let's practice pronouncing these consonants together. Please repeat after me. We will begin with the voiced consonants. B G R D J I L M N N N R H Now let's move on to the voiceless consonants. The use of consonant sounds in Saha words as well as vowels has several peculiarities. Let's explore them. Number one, the consonant R and N are never used at the beginning of words in Saha. They are typically found in the middle or at the end of words. You might recall the examples from the previous episode. Oro, child, and ting. Squirrel. Number two. Saha has specific rules regarding consonant combinations. At the beginning of a word, only one consonant is used, while in the middle of a word, two consonants can stand side by side. Additionally, not all consonants can be combined with each other, which is known as consonant assimilation. Number three. In Saha, the majority of consonant sounds are hard so they should not be softened. For example, in the word bilbet, which means he or she doesn't know, all the consonants are hard, and we do not soften them as bilbet. Instead, we say bilbet. An exception to this rule is the consonants ny and j, which are always soft. For example, jie, house, and nima method. Number four. Normally, a single consonant is used at the end of a word in Saha. However, there are a few cases where consonant combinations occur, such as rt, lt, mp, and others. For example, tart, to pull, bert, good, bult, to hunt, ilt, to take, emp, medicine. Number five. When a consonant is doubled in Saha, unlike in English, it is pronounced more distinctly. For example, manna, here, ikki, two, battah, hair. Incorrect pronunciation of such doubled consonants can change the meaning of a word. For instance, compare otton. It's a conjunction and versus oton, berry or cowberry. 
Let's summarize what we've learned about consonants. We discussed voiced and voiceless consonants, noting that R and N are never used at the beginning of words. We also learned that consonants in Saha are generally pronounced as hard sounds, unless they are the soft consonants J and Ny. Additionally, we explored the rules regarding consonant combinations and the pronunciation of doubled consonants. It's important to note that these are just the basics of Saha phonetics at a beginner level. There are more rules to learn, such as vowel harmony and consonant assimilation, which we will gradually cover when necessary. To help you review and retain the rules we've learned today, I have prepared a PDF file containing the information. You can find the link to the file in the description of this episode. Your homework is to study the rules. In the next episode, you will finally learn your first phrases in Saha. Thank you for joining me today, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!